It's not worth winning if you can't win Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cake Eaters podcast, your uh, definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Today, we're going to take a little bit of a slight turn, and we're going to talk not about the movies, but we're going to talk about what the movies spawned, right? The legacy of these movies, which is, incredibly, an actual pro hockey team, Heath. Absolutely mind-blowing that an NHL franchise, I like how you said spawned too. So I'm going to say that spawned <laughs> from a Disney classic. Yes. And every, not, so it, it spawned from a, a, and everything happened so quick. Like uh, looking back, I was like, uh, like back, I was like, Oh, it, you know, th- this thing took some time that, you know, it, it get the movie gathered a bunch of stuff over a couple of years. And then they built a team. That's not what happened. This no. shit went quick. When I was looking at these dates, Disney was in a guy hurry. <laughs> yeah. And they were just, they saw the dollar signs and they just started grabbing as oh, for sure. quick same, and same fast the, as they could. Same with the NHL, the NHL. I don't know how, well, I mean, <laughs> How this all happens will explain a lot about the, the current state of the NHL and how how you you have the the financial state of some of these teams that they have because the NHL is just it has to be the most I'm not I wouldn't say poorly run sports organization because it's I mean they're still making money they're still around but yeah. it's the most ridiculously run sports and they organization. have had some like really bad lockouts like the the nhl lockouts have been blemishes on the league like huge blemishes and then you have Um, then you have the 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 arizona coyotes who are bleeding the taxpayers of glendale arizona dry just to keep the team there um it's and then you have like all the the old teams like the Atlanta Thrashers that that was a whole mess. There's there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of blemishes and a lot of a lot of what are you thinking when you look at the business model of the NHL? It's it's rough stuff. But I know you have a timeline for us, Brandon. So yes. let me set you up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brief history of the Anaheim Ducks. So like I mentioned, I, I got a little timeline here because when I was looking back at these dates, I was like, everything happened so quick. Hot and so fast. Hot and fast. Right out, right out the gate. We were ready to roll. So you have the the original Mighty Ducks movie, D1, right? Do you remember when that was released, Heath? Yeah, I do. It was 1992. Yes. Uh, October, uh, October 1992. Early October 1992. When you hear 92, do you always think of like Columbus sails the ocean blue? The, do you remember like 1492, Columbus, the Nina, the, like how you remember uh, those? I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. The I don't, Nina, the Pinto, I don't the really Maria. think of that when I say 1992, though. Oh, that just always comes back in my head. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, that always just popped, that just popped in my head. It's like, oh, yeah, they always would like, oh, when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And yeah, anyways. 
Sorry, I digress. Anyway, 1992, er, The er, Mighty Ducks, the masterpiece. Early October. Yeah, early October 1992. It's released uh, in theaters, right? Then you have December 1992 is when Disney pays the NHL an expansion fee for a new um, hockey team, right? So October to December, Heath. Two months. Uh, yeah. That's how long it took for them to be like, let's do a hockey team. Sounds good. <laughs> we're looking to expand. Let's just do. Do you remember what they were referred to as in 1993? Oh, the, 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 like the, when they un- unveiled the, the team, maybe yeah, the mighty ducks of Anaheim. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was great. Like, yeah. it's just, just not, not like every other team. No, because in the history the, of teams. Cause they're, they're more, cause the, they're more importantly, the mighty ducks, Anaheim, it's just Anaheim, you know? Yeah. They're, they're the mighty ducks of Anaheim. It's just Anaheim should feel, you know, hashtag grateful that they can just be attached to the ducks name. Well, the reason they're in Anaheim is because that's the, that's the quarters of, of Disney. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. thought it was funny that they reversed the order of it. Yeah. And, and you know? uh, p- people may baseball people may, may notice that at the same time, Disney also owned, uh, well, I don't know if it was right at the same time, but in the same general time frame of the mid '90s, they also owned the Anaheim Angels of Major League Baseball. Oh my word, Brandon! Angels in the outfield? Are you kidding me? <laughs> another that another, movie? Another fucking movie? Yeah. Oh my, that movie so is that, an that absolute I, classic. Does that have ducks ties? The the Angels in the outfield? Because remember, I don't think the so. kid wave. He would wave like an angel yeah, yeah, yeah. when he saw an angel playing with the. Oh man, kids, go out there and parents make sure your kids are watching angels in the outfield that was a great one that was another one of those that we had bro oh my god yes yeah donald glover uh not donald glover danny glover danny Uh, glover crushed it tony fucking danza dude oh my word i just i love that movie that was another rare like vhs that we yep. actually mm-hmm. owned that was that was another one just like the decks so it has a special w- place in my heart that and uh, the page master remember that macaulay culkin oh uh, yeah yeah that was a good one yeah I, so, anyway so sorry. for the for the angels I'd, I'd have to go double check dates but i wonder if the angels in the outfield came out before or after they owned the team hmm. i want to say after but i'd have to double check um but but anyway so so they they also owned the Angels around the same time. So they're in the 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 sports business. Disney is fully entrenched in the sports business. But yeah. it took but so Mighty Ducks. I, I, I just I'm going to say this again because it's mind blowing. The Mighty Ducks movie came out in October. They paid the expansion fee in December. To, I think it was fifty mil. Fifty mil, exact. Yep, fifty mil. Which, if you uh, was, was was about the uh, box office gross of the the movie, it's about fifty million. Oh, not bad. Ha- happy coincidence. Yeah. But so, so just that time frame, it took two months for them to decide. Let's uh, and I, I guarantee you it was just a. Ha- I'd have to like do some more um, research into this. But the NHL was looking to expand regardless of that time. Like that, that time frame was the NHL was looking at beforehand. I think it was yeah. just a happy coincidence that the, the movie came out and then they were like, oh, let's just name it after the, the fucking movie. Oh, um, I love everything about that though. Cause I yeah. remember, so I was six years old as a kid when this okay. happened. And I remember being slightly confused by it. All, yeah. Right. Because it's like the mighty ducks came out and I was like, 
holy shit, the Mighty Ducks are is like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. But then the Ducks of Anaheim also came out. I was like, wait a second. Like it was a whole chicken and egg type of thing. Yes. This was pre-internet and I was like six and seven. And so it was like, what came first, mm -hmm. the chicken or the egg? Was it the the movie or the team? But yeah. here, well, so once and for all, it was the, the movie first. Well, so so along the time, from, so October 1992, the movie comes out. December, they pay the expansion fee. And then March 1st, 1993, they unveil the team name. And the logos. They're like, uh, we're, we're going to be the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Here's the new logo. And then uh, that fall of 93, they start playing, right? Yeah. That's their first season. Then yep. D2 comes out 1994. Yeah. And so D2, my, they've got the whole Ducks well, so, unis. Well, so so, so, that, that was, so they, they came out with the original movie. They announced the team name. They, uh, they reveal new logos, right? When they announced yep. the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, it's new logos. So you're like, okay, it's the movie, but it's not really the movie because it's new logos. And then yeah. that's when they hit you in D2 when they bring out the, they're wearing the new logos. Um, oh, man. So it's all, all wrapped up. And then D3, you have Charlie Conway uh, breaking the fourth wall. He mentions that they that the, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim exist in the Mighty Ducks universe. Yeah. And they named a team at, they legitimately named the team after the, the junior goodwill team. Uh, it's uh, the great fourth wall break. I love it all. I love it. Even though D3 yeah. is not necessarily my favorite. We've talked about that a couple of times, but man, that well, ending no, no, no. when they became so, the Ducks is great. Yeah. Yeah. And he, so he breaks the fourth wall when he's talking to the, to the girl, he's mentioning the, oh, they named a team after us. And then he's yeah. also throughout the movie, he's carrying around a that has, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim logo. <laughs> oh, I love it all. But like speaking of Disney and owning the team, I hope this doesn't mess up your timeline, but Disney no longer owns the team. And in, no, yeah. in yeah. 05, they sold, they sold it, it. And that's yeah. when they changed the name to the Anaheim Ducks instead yes. of the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Yes. They still do use um, the logo, the old, the old logos. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's on their shoulder. Yeah, but um, they changed it up to like I do not well, they, like they, orange. They 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 changed the colors. Yeah, yeah, it's orange. Uh, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind the orange. Their, their jerseys are are a mess. They're real. There's a lot of needless striping, and it's a mess. But I don't mind the colors. I'm not a big fan. Like unless you, the Bengals can pull it off because they've got those badass tiger helmets. Like everyone mm -hmm. loves a fucking tiger. But you know, I just not dig in the <laughs> orange and the black on. <laughs> You know, especially it, after Tiger King. Remember yeah, that I, in quarantine? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that was a dark watched, day in American history. I never watched that. Tiger King. Oh, you missed out. Yeah, it's it's too late now. It's too yeah. Late. Oh, it's it is far too late. I would not recommend it. It's yeah. not worth it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the Disney sold the team in 2005. They no longer own the team. They're not the Mighty Ducks anymore. They're just the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Um, there is there, there's a bunch of chatter for them to bring back the original the original logo. Um, they need either, to either, permanently, either in, either in the old colors or in the new colors. Um, last year they brought back the the Wild Wing jerseys mm. for the reverse retro thing that the NHL did, which was pretty yeah. nice. Uh, but so so anyway, so uh, I've got I, some I've got some jersey stuff. What, if you want to jump into that for a second, one thing I want to talk about before we get there is okay. I want to talk about the the finances. So we mentioned the box okay. office gross uh, was around fifty million dollars okay. for the movie. Fifty million was the expansion fee that the NHL paid. 
Okay. Um, or that the the Disney paid the NHL to yep. just to start the team. Exactly. So, do you, so that was 1992, 50 million dollars to start your own NHL team. Yeah. The Seattle Kraken are a brand new NHL team that started this year. Yeah. Give a do you do you want to venture a guess at what their expansion fee was? Uh, 150 mil. 650 million dollars. Holy shit. Yeah. Yikes. Oh man, I wish I still lived in Seattle though. I would I, I would go to a lot of Kraken games if oh, I still I, lived in Seattle. I, yeah, when I was there cuz they announced the team when I was living there. Um and so I like I signed up for like this the season ticket waitlist or whatever, but then then I moved, so I know I'm I I'm know. still when when the Ghost Pirates launch here in Savannah next year, I'm I'm going to be all about it. Yeah. Dude, I'm um, gonna be decked out in ghost pirate gear. But anyways, um, so, keep so going I, on your timeline. So I wanted, to, I just wanted to point out that that discrepancy, good, good old inflation, you know. Yeah. Yikes. Because it's ugly head. But so then I also, you mentioned they split. So Disney sold it in 2005. They sold the team in 2005. Do you know? Do you want to take a venture guess at how much they sold the team for in 2005? Oh man, um, 950 million. Oh, you're way off, dude. 650. 70 million dollars oh yikes yeah they made made 20 mil if you're just going off of initial investment versus what they sold it for and well because like teams now are going for a lot well i guess it was oh five oh six i should have it was a bad guess i was doing an inflation guess yeah yeah i don't think teams like started skyrocketing value until like the 2010s Okay. Um, and then that's when the, oh, because the major mo- TV money started yeah, yeah, rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and t- so 2005, like you mentioned, the lockouts. 2005 was yeah. fresh, fresh off of a lockout. Yeah. 2004, 2005 was the big. They shut the NHL down for the whole season. Yeah. So that that's going to kill your value a little bit there. Yeah. One hundred percent. And was probably a leading factor in them cutting, you know, selling the team. Yeah. Um, but so, so I wanted to point out that, that I was read a couple articles that had a bunch of quotes about how Disney kind of ran the team. Um, and all of them are essentially saying uh, that it was just a marketing. Like, it, they, oh, they didn't, I love that. It, they, they don't they weren't really like after like wins and stuff. They were just they were it was it was a way to to market and and sell merchandise. And boy, did they do that. Oh, <laughs> nice. So yeah, for first year out of the gate, they were the number one. They had the number one. Uh, they were the number one team in merchandise sales. Nice. Um, and then uh, at one point during the Disney ownership, they were they accounted for roughly eighty the eight zero eighty percent of all NHL merchandise sales. <laughs> That's it's ins- unbelievable. It's insane. So they 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 eighty percent they were raking in money on merchandise, which makes sense because wow. I mean I have I'm not a Ducks fan and I have ridiculous amounts of Mighty Ducks merchandise. Same, same, um, yeah. Um, but so, so there's that there's a a quote uh, that says uh, they cared more about saving their money and getting a good return on their marketing investment than they did in winning a championship. And then my my favorite thing is so if you go back you on YouTube you can find videos of the first ever mighty ducks game which was okay. their, the first ever home game that they played in anaheim which was on uh october 1993 right yeah the pre-game show that they did for this game was roughly 20 minutes long i think it was longer than 20 minutes and it was essentially disney on ice 
Like they had, oh, they, had, that is they, hilarious. They, had, they had Disney characters on the ice, like skating. And it was 20 minutes, nothing to do with hockey, nothing to do with the team. It's just Disney characters skating on the ice for 20 minutes before the game. Oh I, my I, God. I highly recommend to go on YouTube and find that video. Cause it's, it's amazing. I love that. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Not to put you on the spot, but do you have in your timeline where the cartoon falls in all this, the, the mighty ducks specific so, cartoon? Yes. Yeah, so, so so D1 was 92. The team was 90, started in 93. D2 was 94. D3 was 96. And then right after D3, I forget if it was either 96 or 97, was the cartoon. Okay. But yeah. Cartoon was kind of a dumpster fire, but I remember the cartoon is it as fucking a kid. bananas, dude. Bananas. But and that's where you get Wild Wing, though, is, is the, yeah. the for, for the jerseys. You get, he's, he's the main character in the cartoon. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, when I was went back to my parents' house, I'm pretty sure I found, like, one of the old toys from the Happy Meals. It might have been, like, BK. Like, one of the old, like, Probably, from, the, yeah, yeah. from the Duck cartoon. Yeah. 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 That, Anyways. that cartoon was fucking wild. But, yeah, the, uh, the cartoon came out, like, pretty much right after D3. Okay. Um, okay. But so, 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 yeah, so the Disney sells the team in, uh, in 05. And then in uh, oh, the, the 2006-2007 season, the Ducks end up winning the Stanley Cup. They beat the Ottawa Senators. And that's their 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 first and only yes. Stanley Cup victory. Yeah, that's their only victory. They did while they were owned by Disney, they did go to a Stanley Cup yep. in 2003. Yeah. But they lost to, to our to our boy. Our boy Mike Rupp, famously known. Yeah. Or tra- for, trashers, not thrashers. Yeah. Awesome. For the Danbury Trashers. Trash me up, baby. <laughs> Mike Rupp. Yeah, but so, so there's our there's, boy Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, there's the timeline for 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 the for the Ducks there. Um, just I let's just a whirlwind of fucking timing, like uh, absolute chaos. Uh, and then they and and then they were out in so what's that? Thirteen years. They were like, peace, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we made out. we made all we could, and like on it, and like the the lockout hit, and they're like, cool, we've we we see a, a lost uh, lost cause when we when we got one. And yeah. so they just is like sunken costs. I would love I, I out of our portfolio. I should have looked into this, but I, and, and that, I, I think shoot, that's about the same time they sold the, the angels, the baseball team too. I think they were just like, okay, we're, we're out of, we're out of sports. Yeah. Let's, let's until, cut our, cut our losses um, until they dove back in and bought like ESPN and ABC and everything. Well, yeah, but I mean like owning sports, they, they, yeah. they've, they've owned ESPN for, I think they owned ESPN while this was going on. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they 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 cut they cut their sports portfolio pretty pretty hard there. But um, it's just such a crazy like thirteen years in and out. And I I would love to. I should have looked into this if there's if even public numbers about this about how much money they made on merch because they sold so much of it. They were selling it. You could go to Disney and buy Mighty Ducks gear. Like they were selling it everywhere. It was insane. Uh. I love it. It's uh, they need to bring more ducks, more ducks, and more supersonics gear. That's those are the yeah. two teams that we we need more classic ducks gear. And I personally need much I mean, more they, sonics. They gear. had a the the, the they were because like I mentioned last last year they brought back a a, a take on the wild wing jersey. Yeah. Um, so the team was selling a bunch of retro stuff last year. Yeah, we can't um, be dropping like 150 bucks on those jerseys, man. Like fuck. 
I don't buy a jersey. I buy like a they they had they had everything. Little t shirt jerseys. I love yeah. those little t shirt sure, jerseys. I'm sure you could have got like a coaster with Wild Wing on it or a, yeah. or a koozie. I love a good koozie too. Yeah. For the beach. Yeah. Um, um I do have some fun facts for you for you too, Brandon. Do you okay. want me to yeah. give you some fun facts? Do you know who the first coach of the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim was? Oh, so so I wrote down. I didn't write down coach. I wrote down uh, their first expansion draft player, their first entry draft player. I think I do remember the coach though. Is it Ron Wilson? It was Ron okay. Wilson. I don't know anything about him other than he was the first coach in team history. Yeah, um, he was. Uh, I think he played NHL for the NHL a, a while ago. Um, but he was. Uh, he he's been a scout um, and a coach a couple different places too. I think. Um, I just remember because when I was looking at at like the first picks and stuff, I remember seeing that name, Ron Wilson. Ron Wilson. I didn't. I I only did one of the picks, so you might have to bless us with the other one. But I have the fourth overall pick, Paul Correa, who turned yes. out to be the face of the franchise for many years to come. Yes, Paul Correa is a fantastic hockey player. Um. Yeah, he was he, he killed it. But yeah, he was their first. So so they they had the expansion draft when they started, where they picked players from other teams. Yeah, and and then after that, they had the entry draft where they picked um, rookies. You know, and that's where they picked Paul Korea in fourth overall. Their yeah. first expansion draft pick. So the essentially the first duck player ever is uh, and I'm gonna mess it up because it's it's a French name, but it's, okay. it's, his name's Guy. Okay, Obviously. nice. Love that. And I'm gonna mess Great up his wrinkle. last name. I think his last name is uh, uh, Herbert. It's H E B E R T. Herbert. Hebert. Hebert. Guy Hebert. So he was. He's a goalie. He was their first ever draft pick. Um, first ever Ducks player. And uh, now he he's on the uh, he um, broadcast games for him. He's like one of the color commentators. Oh, nice. That's super fun. But yeah, I, keep it I, keeping it in the family. I, I what, love that. Once a duck, always a duck, Keith. Ah, uh, man. Quack, 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 Mr. <laughs> Ducksworth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think my favorite wrinkle in all this is that Paul Correa led the Ducks to the 03 Stanley Cup finals, where they then lost mm-hmm. to the Mike Rep led New Jersey Devils, who then went on to go play for the Danbury Trashers. Who were who AJ was the general manager. The only reason he was is because of the Mighty Ducks. Full circle. Wow, Dude. what a journey we just yeah. went on. I think we can we can end the podcast right there. <laughs> it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Well, and I, <laughs> before we end the podcast, though, we just have to shout out the mascot well, no, I meant, I Wild meant, Wing. I, I meant like end the podcast altogether. We're I, I, we've got your. <laughs> It's it's over. It's it's yeah. we've hit our Lion King moment. This has been the circle of life, Brandon. It's <laughs> it's beautiful. But uh, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Um, I do I do love Wild Wing as their mascot. I just have mm-hmm. to say I think it's a great mascot, great design. I just you know I as as a former mascot myself, I sign off. On <laughs> well, yeah, because it's based on the cartoon character. What other mascot yeah. is based on a cartoon character? None. And that Wild Wing character in the cartoon was badass, you know? Yeah, he was the leader. He was, who was he voiced by? He was voiced by one of the, one of the dudes from 90210. I'm going to blank on 
Well, while you're doing that, I've got a fun Jersey fact for you. And if this is incorrect, you know, fuck off Wikipedia. So that's, that's who I'm quoting here. Uh, so they've worn three unique regular jerseys and five unique third jerseys in their fr- franchise history. That's what it says. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because um, they, they they have they, they started off with the the jerseys that they de- not they don't debut but that the the ducks come out yeah D two with yeah and, and those will forever be my favorite my personal favorite ducks jerseys the ninety three to oh six white home jerseys the originals yep and then those they, will, that'll always be my favorite they had and then they also had a um. Nike designed their uniforms for a couple of years and they had like a different um, they added a little bit of yellow, like the yellow from the sticks. They added that into the jersey and it was all like top um, sleeve on top of the sleeve designs. Interesting. Um, yeah. It wasn't was totally, a, totally different, but different. And then um, there was a year where they I, had black in there too. And I like that one where they did well, like a little bit of black with the classic logo. Yeah, that was one of the alternates. And then uh, the Obviously, when they changed the names and the colors, they uh, went to black, orange, and gold as their colors. And so they had, um, they had a black jersey that said that had like the a ducks word mark on the front. That yeah, was the that was a good that, one too. That's not a good jersey. It's the worst. No, come on, it's it's a, fine. you can't word. You shouldn't have a word mark on front in front of, on the front of your hockey jersey. It's mm. it's just garbage. Um, <laughs> but that was the one that that was the one they won the the Stanley Cup in, and then. They, what they've changed to now is they have part of that Ducks wordmark logo was a D that was in the shape of a webbed foot. Yeah. And so that is their main logo now. It's the, the webbed D. And that's where I'm assuming they get the orange and stuff from. I just don't like orange. I don't know. The I mean, they only use orange. They use orange as a trim color. It's not their, their main jersey is still black. I just, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, Brandon. Like why in the actual F? Did they switch away from those old unis in the first place? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they have, they had the best unis in the NHL, and then they they just went to some fucking black call, and orange. I don't know if I'd call them. I don't know if I'd call those the best jerseys in the NHL. Oh, Ian, oh. Ian Ziering though is the 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 of the voice of Wild Wing. Ian Ziering from uh, Sharknado fame, nine hundred two one zero. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call the, those jerseys the best jerseys in the NHL. There's a the NHL has a lot of good jerseys. I don't know, Brandon. I just don't know if I can agree with you there. I just the the main point to that is that they shouldn't have switched from the what do you, what it, what was the color you yelled at me about it in our first oh, ever podcast? It, eggplant and jade. Right? Eggplant and jade. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you go from eggplant and jade to orange and black. The big downgrade. Yeah. It's almost like going from black and blue to orange and blue. Fucking bullshit. Exactly. It's a fucking dog shit. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high-quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American-made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit BrokenForestCo.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. So really quick, I was um, 
pulling up Bleacher Report, Brandon, and I found a ranking of the from okay. 2010. So it's a it's just a bit Ooh, dated. From 2010. Okay. Yeah. But, but, just a, just a but, bit dated there. Okay. So okay. So 2010. Um, it's crazy. It's, it's right, right years at, ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's three years after they won the cup. Uh, okay. Yep. So hit. Yeah. And what what okay. did you say it was? What's what's the list? It's the uh, well, it was like a top twenty-five, but I just did the top three. Oh, okay, okay. And players, it's from right? Bleacher, players? yeah. Top okay. three players from Bleacher Report, two thousand ten. Do you want okay. me to go three, two, one, or do you want me to go one, two, three? Go one, two, three. One, two. Okay. So numero uno, the top duck of Anaheim even, of all e- time. Even in two thousand ten, I think it's pretty. This should be pretty unanimous. This is, and forgive me if I say this wrong. Tamu Solani. Yep. Okay. You got okay. It. Close enough. Ta- yeah. Tamu Solani. You're good. Tamu Solani, um, aka the Finnish Flash. Yeah. That's a fucking nickname right there, man. Yeah. The Finnish Flash. Um, he was acquired at the trade deadline in 1995 and mm-hmm. played um, played into his 40s. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know he's still playing in fucking 2010 when that article came out. Yeah, he re- he retired not too long ago. Played uh, for for a long time. I think he retired not too long ago, like 2016, 2017. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm guessing at that number. Um, the Finnish Flash. What a name, Finnish Flash, dude. Yeah, I love it. All right, so Tame yeah, yeah, he's, he's number one. Yeah, uh, absolutely unanimous. Right, Mr. So number two. James we we mentioned number two previously. He was their first ever draft pick, number yeah. fourth overall. Our, our boy Paul Korea. Paul Korea. Um, yeah. okay. So I sense. in in this article and, and a little yeah. p- part of it, it says he's most remembered for getting like absolutely like destroyed in that championship game against the Devils, but then coming yeah. back and yeah. playing. He's and a goal. He's a he's a little guy. Um, he's he's mm-hmm. real small. I want to, yeah, I forget exactly how small he is, but he's definitely, you could, uh, he definitely got fucked up a lot for sure, but he's a fighter. Just came back. Keep on swimming. The franchise, man. He, Paul Korea. He, he did not win in the Stanley Cup with them though. He wasn't part of the 07 team. That's too bad. Yeah. You hate to see it. Yeah. You know? Um, okay. And Ta- so Tamu then- was though. Tamu. Tamu got a, got a, uh, the cup with them. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Shout out Tamu. Okay, who's number three in 2010? Because 2010, because if, if if I was making this list right now, I'm good with one and two, Tamu, Paul Korea. Three, I would put Ryan Getzlaff, but that this, this might be 2010 might be too young because he's yeah, he's still playing now. Yeah, for yeah, them because this is this article is 10 years old, so he, <laughs> it's right, a lot of yeah. time. But but Ryan gets left was playing in 2010. He was on yeah. the he was on the Stanley Cup winning team as well. Oh nice, um, okay. He's, he's been playing for a while, so I would put him as number three. But in 2010, I don't know if he would be number three. So for this particular article, they had a gentleman by the name of Scott Niedermeyer. Yeah, okay. that's a weird one. So okay, so this is he, he beat them as a member of the Devils. And was, he then, on, was he on the Stanley Cup team? Yes, he okay. played. He so he beat them as a member of the Devils. Then he joined them, and he played for five seasons, including uh, being a key member of the defensive-minded championship team. What a what a what a turncoat Scott Niedermeyer. 
You know? Yeah, what a just let me win and then let me let me join the team yeah, that real, we beat. That's, real Kevin Durant move there. I was just gonna say <laughs> that's uh, just that's what Kevin Durant did. Well, I, I except he beat him. That's like if Steph Curry would have joined the Thunder. <laughs> After the Thunder, you know, after they beat the Thunder in that Western (laughs) Conference Finals. (laughs) But so according to 2010, those were your top three Anaheim Ducks. Does it say how long Scott Niedermeyer played for them? I don't think he played. Yeah, five seasons. Five seasons. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that's That's about that's about the bare minimum in my eyes to be ranked in like the team's upper echelon of players. Like you have at least five seasons. Anything less than that was just a fucking. Yeah. You know, do Do you have the whole article, or just have the first? I mean, I have the full article here. I just need to click a few buttons. I, I'm curious what who number four is. I wonder if four is gets lost. Uh, Steve Ruckin. St- Steve Ruckin. They're really the the Getzloff disrespect is pretty pretty apparent here, guys. I mean, and then it's some um, Jean Sebastian Gear. See, I would put yeah, Jean uh, Gear. Um, yeah, I would put him above the other two. I think um, he was the goalie. Uh, he won the Stanley Cup with them. Yeah, and then he he was also on the 03 team that lost to the Devils. Um, but yeah, the 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 Getzloff disrespect. And then is... Guy Hebert is, yeah. is number six. Guy, okay. Corey Perry is number seven. Well, they have Corey Perry above Ryan Getzloff. And then number eight is Ryan Getzloff. Dude, the the who wrote this again? The 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 Ryan Getzloff disrespect is. Hold is on, let me unbelievable, let me, dude. Let me round out the top ten. Number nine is Chris Pronger. I mean, I don't even think he played five seasons for them. He's All another right, guy that was real, real in and out. Disqual- and then, um, yeah. And then, uh, and then Rob Niedermeyer is okay. number 10. Rob and Scott. Let me see who wrote this article. This is written by Tom Schreier. Schreier. Okay, Tom. Uh, maybe me and Tom need to have a sit down here. Yeah. I need to, well, me, me. September and, 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 16th, 2010. Yeah, me and Tom from 2010 need to have a sit down. Yeah, <laughs> listen up here, <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> the Ryan, Ryan should be way higher on that list, though. Even even in 2010, absolutely. Now, I bet you, if you ask Tom now, Ryan Getzlaff would probably be two or three. Well, we need to we need to find this guy yeah. that wrote this maybe, article. Maybe let's get track him down. Yeah, we'll get him on the pod. Maybe we'll get him and Ryan on the pod at the same time. Do a little like three way call. Yeah, there we go. Um, we definitely got to get Paul Korea on here. Oh, dude, I would, I would, I would love to get Paul Korea. I doubt that would never happen. We don't have the cachet to get Paul Korea on the, no. on the pod, but that would be fucking amazing. We'll we'll have he our was, people call his people, Brandon. Yeah. Paul Paul Korea is one of my my favorite hockey players of all time. Though he nice. was he was super small. He was incredibly fast, um, and he he had dangles for days. Oh, yeah. dude, Some- he was just. Some dirty dangles, dirty boys. Dangles. He's fantastic. Oh, I hit that top shelf cheddar, baby. Yeah. If you're not familiar with Paul Korea, I'm, I'm sure you could go on YouTube and watch highlights. Yeah. Just go watch a bunch oh, of Paul sure. Korea highlights. He's he's amazing. 
Oh yeah, that's it. I mean, we, I think we maybe talked about this during quarantine, going back in like mm-hmm. the you know way back when in that 2020 quarantine, going back and watching old NBA games or NHL games or any mm-hmm. of that stuff. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was just gold. I know. Yeah, but, but yeah, Paul Carey was fantastic. He never. I don't think he ever won a Stanley Cup though. I was is a bit disappointing. I was hoping he would get one. He even that's joined. Um. Because he left Anaheim, he was on the team that lost in 03, and I think yeah. he left after that season, or maybe the season after that. He played one season with the Avalanche. Uh, him, both him and Tamu came over to the Avalanche at the same time. Nice. They formed like a like a crazy like 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 you thought like LeBron, Chris and uh, Chris Bosh and Dorian Wade was like stacking a deck. Go yeah. look at it's. I think it's like the 05. It's either the 04 or the 05 Colorado Avalanche. That team was granted, they were all, all of the guys were like older, um, yeah. like just past the prime, but that was a team of like assassins, dude. Like every, just all stars everywhere. They, yeah. They had Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, Rob Blake, Adam Foote, Paul Correa, Tamu Solani. They, they, they had like 10, like 10 all stars. Just that. And they, they, they didn't end up winning the Stanley Cup, you know, but, uh, but that team, that was that was like right before. I think it was right before the lockout, so it would have been like the o the o three o four avalanche. It was right before the lockout, and then that was one of the after the they came back from the lockout, the NHL implemented a salary cap, so wow. couldn't 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 do that anymore. Couldn't, couldn't <laughs> top load the roster anymore. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, but, um, but anyways, so, you know, that was, those were my fun facts. I don't know if you have anything else on, on this one, Brandon, but it was just kind of fun running through the history of the NHL franchise that was born due to the success of the movie. It yeah. just, Disney they, saw the success and they were like, Hey, we could just cash within a whole bunch of fucking checks within two months. They were like, boom, let's fucking do it. Let's, let's make go. this happen. This is yeah. about to be a cult classic that a couple schmoes are going to make a podcast about yeah. in, in 20 years, yeah. 30 years, oh, the, the, fuck, 30 years. The, the only other fun fact I had was they went 33, 46 and five in that first season, which at the time was uh, the record for the, the most wins by an expansion team. Nice. Um, that's since been obliterated by the Vegas Golden Knights, but yeah. Who just, who, who were so successful their first year that they changed the expansion draft rules, didn't they? No, the the Kraken had the same same exact rules. No, um, they just didn't do it as well. <laughs> well, because the 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 Vegas so the Vegas expansion draft was a perfect storm because it, it was so the, after the last round of expansion, which was like the early two thousands, which was Minnesota and Columbus, um, those expansion rules were real tough, and both Minnesota and Columbus were trash for at least 10 years. Like you, they were because of how tough the expansion rules were, they were not able to build a competitive team. Yeah. So the NHL saw that and they were like, Oh, we can't, we should not do that. And then they overcorrected. Yeah. And then you had the overcorrection along with all of the GMs that were like, um, that Vegas, the Vegas like took advantage of a bunch of the GMs. Cause they were like, don't take this guy. We'll trade you through these three guys to not take that guy, or we'll trade you four draft picks not to take that guy. So Vegas yeah. was able to like wheel and deal and like take advantage of people. And so then when Seattle came around, all the other GMs were like, we're not doing that again. Like just, we're, yeah. not, we're not letting you give us the runaround. Just, you know, 
take our guys. Yeah. Take, (laughs) take the guys you're going to take and we're going to protect the guys we want to protect and you can figure it out from there. Yeah. So the, yeah, the, the expansion, that's the whole thing. But yeah, so Vegas blew, blew up the, uh, the record for most wins. They made it to the Stanley cup finals their first year. What a, Uh, again, another, a great example of just the ineptitude of the NHL. Uh, but uh, but I digress. Time and time again. Now, fool, fool me once, shame on on me, right? Now fool me once, shame on you. Fool, fool me, me twice, twice. shame. Fool, on. fool me forty five times, shame, shame on, on shame on everyone. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fool, fool me, fool me thrice, shame on everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.